Hello and welcome to the Clerks 10th Anniversary DVD commentary track. And uh, this time around, we're 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 uh, we're not making a movie. We're just watching this while we while we record it. Uh, and and everybody except the girls are here. Uh, I'm Kevin Smith. Next to me, Scott Mosier. Hello. Next to me, on my other side, Jason Muse. Hey. Next to him, for the first time on a Clerks commentary track, ladies and gentlemen, Jeff Anderson. Hello. And next Hello. to him, Brian O'Han. Hey, hey, hey. So, uh, the falling out of the closet bit is something I was always kind of bummed by. I don't know why I included it, why I thought it was funny. I remember sitting through this movie many times in, in the theater, and nobody ever laughed at it. But as Scott pointed out, it was supposed to be what? The dog was sleeping on the bed? I think that it, it read more like we were supposed to show that the dog had the dog had taken over the bed and Dante was forced to sleep in the closet. But I don't think it really conveys that. I think it doesn't necessarily make that much sense to me. You're wrong. It's pretty bad. Yeah. yeah. It's weird, hey, we don't see your face. <laughs> it's all ass right there. Mm -hmm. Did you see that jump cut right there? <laughs> I also think it was out of sync because we've never had any frame of reference. That's it could be, right? So, uh, so to get this party started, ten years, gents. Thoughts on ten years later? Amazing that it's still loved and watched the way it is. And it's it's just weird finding uh, younger and younger people coming up. Oh my God, that movie! And it's like you were like four when this came out. <laughs> My kid loves your movie. What uh, What do you think, 10 years later, dude? Yeah, you. Me? Uh, 10 years later, wow, it's crazy. We're still talking about this movie 10 years later. I didn't think we'd be talking about it 10 days after we were done filming. <laughs> I remember you came into the video store once when I was cutting it, like a month after we were done, you're like, you're still working on that movie? <laughs> But not in a, like, right, hurry up, let's let's finish it, I want to see it. You're just like, I thought we got rid of that months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't it end with the shooting ended? <laughs> That's what I thought. Ed Hapstack's house. Yep. Ed Hapstack's motorcycle. Whose Kevin car Smith's is that? Car, Kevin Smith's car. And what happened after that, we cut it, but after that shot, it went on a little longer, and then his mom came out and got on the motorcycle. Because you do that stop at the motorcycle right. and then proceed to the, to the shitbox car. And then his mother would come out and get on the motorcycle. Really bad gags like that. Thank God that one got cut. Do you remember um, when we were shooting? Were we in post? When did you see my mom naked? I think we were in post because we didn't move into your house until afterwards. Late, late in post, and we were. <laughs> <laughs> and it was be explained real quick. Yeah, that, that, that was kind of random. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff looking at That's how I on my timeline. I'm like everything that happened before Moses saw my mom naked. Everything after. <laughs> um, and it was late. And we're because uh, the the bedroom been flooded, so there was no bed. Right. I don't think at that point because of the northeaster. Yeah, and so there was just like it was just plywood. Plywood. They were still rebuilding. And we were in sleeping bags, and I don't know why, but I was sort of sleeping with uh, my head was facing the door, <laughs> and it was late at night. And sometimes I don't sleep well, and uh, I was just I just remember at one point it was like. <laughs> She passed in front of the door. There was, there was enough light coming from somewhere that it basically illuminated her whole body. And there was naked. that moment of, 
Oh, she's naked. Here, <laughs> <laughs> my dad always slept naked. But I always, whenever I hear that story, I always remember it differently. I mean, I didn't obviously see her naked that night. But I always see it as you, like deer in headlights and her deer in headlights, where you're both frozen in this fucking moment where she stops in the doorway and you're staring at her. And you've got a good five, ten second view, but I guess that's not the case. You know, the part I don't remember is like, I mean, I don't know how excited she'd be if we asked her. I don't remember if it was Grace, like... Grace, do, uh, do you recall being there stark naked looking at Mosier? I don't remember if, like, she ran off based on that. Like, <laughs> like, like ran off, like, into the woods? Yeah. Like, what do you mean, <laughs> um, I don't remember if she. I don't remember if we saw each other. I think it was one of those things where I was like, I kind of saw her. And I, was like, oh, I saw it. Did you get a little hard? No, I didn't. that's a tough question to answer because if you say you yes, don't want to be offensive, exactly. It's somebody's no. mom, so I take the position. Really? Of no. Now I'm curious about something. You saw this, you didn't. At some point, you told him about this. Yeah. <laughs> I think I would have just sat on that one. I don't know. I would have pretended I was sleeping. No how, did, how did that conversation go? That's a good hey, question, Kev, uh, man. I don't remember. Last night, I saw your mom naked. I, I'm sure we were at the store, and, you know. I'd have been like, who was the last person you saw naked? <laughs> well, you Funny, know. You should Funny, mention. you should your mom. Your mom? I don't remember either. It was right before she ran off to the woods. <laughs> she ran off in the woods. She never came back after that day. <laughs> I don't think I, t I didn't wake him up or anything. You're like, Dude, get up, Dude, get up. Your mom's nude. Somewhere in the house. <laughs> is, that, is that when you all then started sleeping in the store <laughs> after that point? I guess we pretty much did move out of the house and like, started sleeping the in the store. more comfortable, really, for me. <laughs> we did. We slept on the floor. Sometimes during production. Did you guys ever crash at the store? Yeah, I did once. Did you sleep there once? You lived close enough where you could just go home. Yeah, I went home. You were in, like, I was in Brunswick. Brunswick was an hour, so it was an hour drive. Yeah. I think at some point everybody took a little napski on some counter of the floor somewhere. Right. You the had to. Counter, actually, yeah. You had to. Well, we slept on the floor um, during production. We would if we'd wrap like cause sometimes we didn't we didn't go all the way till six in the morning. We'd wrap at two or three or four, and we'd grab a couple hours next door. But when we were in post cutting the movie, him and I would just sleep. We'd just start staying at RST and sleeping there. And then cutting through the night and then waking up and opening the store at 6. Yeah, I remember a couple times, like, driving home after work, after you guys were filming and coming into RST and opening the door, and it would be that stale morning air in there. And I was like, damn, we got to leave this door open for a while. <laughs> Again, attesting to the uh, customers not going into RST for an entire day. There, there really wasn't a lot. Of show. There were days where you would have one or two people come and rent videos, so you could kind of get away with it. It really was the best place uh, to make, like, a first time film because we aside from just having the location to use as as the background for the film we uh, we used it as like a slumber party house and we used it as our post house and everything it was good that way it was kind of good <laughs> can't, you can't get that working anymore though Although I kind of wished we filmed at your house. Yeah. So there's <laughs> new broads everywhere. <laughs> just I'm staying like, just up all night long <laughs> looking at my front door. Bri, you asleep? No, you asleep. Bri's like, is she there yet? <laughs> like, shh, you guys are going to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> She'll come. <laughs> We'll come. <laughs> yeah, but I don't want to talk about that either. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, you're, you do realize your mom eventually is going to hear this. My mom has never listened to a commentary track once. That's why I feel okay to talk oh, okay. about it. There's never going to be a moment where she's like, I heard okay, that Okay, good, because I wanted to ask him some questions, <laughs> but I didn't want to get too into it. You're like, dude, was she bald or was there a landing strip? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, was she bald or was there a landing strip? I, I mean, it's my right full forest, right? Oh, God. I mean, the, my retention of it was not very detailed. <laughs> I don't know, if I saw your mom naked, I'd remember every fucking detail. It wasn't like not because I'm like, oh, I want to see her naked. Like, ran out, <laughs> grabbed onto a brass pole in front of the doorway. Well, what was it like, fucking the Sasquatch video where she's like eerily lurking past the doorway? It was. I mean, it's like it would have been really awkward if she was standing. In the doorway. <laughs> I'm like, your mom's in the doorway. I'm like, you know, you're Scott with his sketchbook. <laughs> I'm like, you know, your mom stands in the doorway and stares at you naked while you sleep. No, nah, it wasn't that. She I, went, know. I think she was passing through the house and it was just like, I did Passing through the house naked, <laughs> scratching went, her ass and shit. Was... <laughs> I don't know where she was headed, but. <laughs> she passed by. She's on her way to the kitchen. She probably my, was. The, my parents' bedroom is right across the hallway from, from my bedroom, so she was on her way to the kitchen. The kitchen, yeah. But I mean, if you, you saw it once, I saw it my whole fucking life. Those two trolled around naked all the time. Well, you might be better <laughs> describing landing strips or <laughs> bald. Or... I always try to keep my view up north. I, didn't, I never really dropped down south. Do, uh, do, do, were there ever times that you didn't like the movie? We didn't like, like the notoriety it brought you. Shooting, you didn't like it then? No. No. Well, just because, uh, you know, I was nervous. Right. And I was, didn't like But uh, afterwards, yeah. you know what? It, honestly. Like, it, did it ever plague you? Like, the movie? Like, the movie has definitely plagued me from time to time because it's the movie against which everything else I've done gets judged. And there are people out there who are like, uh, you know, he's never, he's, that's the only good movie he's ever made. For so, you or for yeah, me? for me. So I mean, as much as I love the movie, there are times where I'm like, Jesus Christ. No, I don't think I don't remember anyone uh, mentioning anything about the movie Slap Their Morons. Right. Like even when I came out, I went back to roofing, and that was it. I forgot about it. It was like, oh, that was. After Clarks came out, you went back to roofing. Uh, yeah, even before that. Well, yeah, because it wasn't till right before we went to go to uh, Minnesota that I quit to do Morats. So how many years later was that? Um, well, it came out in October, and then we went out to Mallrats in, like, February or March or something. Yeah. So, Only yeah. a few months. Not, not years. Well, after it came out, but after we shot. After we shot it? Like, yeah. just there, and then even when it came out, I still was working, and then you said we're going to do Mallrats, and right. we were going out Roughly to two years. And then I still had to go audition, so it still was just like... It still... Yeah. It didn't hit me until I told you that story before, that where I landed and I was in the limo and shit. And that song was playing because I never saw California except for like in movies and like the palm trees. <clears throat> and then I was in a limo and that song came on. Seriously, um, welcome to the hotel. And I was like looking outside, it was all sunny. I was like in a limo, probably for the first time besides maybe prom, which wasn't my prom because I wasn't allowed to it. But <laughs> <laughs> whose prom did you go to? <laughs> um, Dana's. You went to her prom? Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, her, so yeah. her coat. <laughs> yeah, she's like, here's your coat back. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, meet me at the prom with my coat back. I'm like, oh, so we're a date? She's like, no, just meet me at the prom. <laughs> no, I'm fucking cold, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, that's it. What about you? What about you? When did the movies plagued you? Has it plagued you? Uh, hasn't plagued me, but, I mean, it, it's changed the course of my life, like, probably more so than 
any of you here. I mean, not in in a different way because I mean, I met Lisa and got married right. from the movie. Um, at the time, I was going to school for architecture and design when we were filming. Get out of here. Yeah, I was. Uh, I worked for AT and T during the day. Well, I went to school. Yeah, I was going to school for architecture and design at night. And uh, when we did this, and it was just like after doing this, and you know, realizing that maybe I could pursue this, or you know, everything else, it, it just kind of changed everything. I, like I said, I was so green coming into it. I didn't know much about movies, uh -huh. and to like go from that to you know, I wrote and directed a movie last year, and it's probably something I would have never done had I not been involved in this. And just, you know, I got married to somebody who I met here, and if I didn't do this, I wouldn't have met that person, so I wouldn't have had that. So it's uh, it's been a lot of things. Uh, what about you, Big, uh, Big Bri? It's never plagued me. I mean, I'm recognized the most for this film, obviously more than any other. Um, and, it, you know, I've uh, it's changed. It's similar to what Jeff said. It's similar in the sense that it's changed what I can do and not do. Um, that a lot of people can recognize me. It, it made me get into film, it, uh, to, to be in films, and, and to recognize doing this industry. And it's, it's, no, it's not been a negative at all. Moji? Um, no, not really. I mean, plagued by it. I mean, Well, some people get haunted by their first films. You read a lot of those film story books or, hear, or read interviews and shit, and some people are like, ugh. I mean, if it was universally accepted as the best thing we ever did, I would I, I would understand. But I mean, like, if you just look at even the the hardcore fans, it's like there's I mean, it's there's it's equally divided up. I mean, there's people who think Mallrats is the best movie you've ever made. It's like there's people who think Chasing Amy is the best movie. So, I mean, it wasn't like you know everybody's just like yeah, no, you peaked, you you started strong, and now you're just fucking sucking eggs. So. It doesn't really feel that way to me. I mean, it, you know, it, it's kind of the opposite. It's like it's actually the one that feels because the experience was so pure and different. And um, I mean, you know, it's the one that there's a tremendous amount of like sentimentality about it. And, you know, I, at this point, I'm sure I have sort of rose colored glasses on about the whole thing. I have the opposite. Marilyn, Marilyn Gigliotti, everybody. Oh, yeah. Wearing a, a shirt that looks like the puffy shirt from Seinfeld, almost. <laughs> pirate shirt. It's like Prince. <laughs> She's little, isn't she? Marilyn's kind of a tiny thing. Yeah. She looks like she was about, like, 4'11", 5'1". Tune in to the clerk's commentary where they guess people's heights. <laughs> <laughs> Was this written into the script that you were doing her nails? No, it was something I suggested. Got me some ass last night. We're at the Galleria? Yeah. Oh, you guys know the Galleria, right? Oh, I'm no stranger to the Galleria. You've been there? I've been there. What's, what's his, his name? name? What's the guy's name? Um, th that age, but... What's, 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 what's the name? What's the guy's name? Prom Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Was Wildwood or Galleria? We had the tub. Nice. That was a big prom night destination. No, Wildwood was. I never did it on a prom night, but... Prom night, I remember all these people were like, we're going to the gallery, we got a room in the gallery. Ooh. I was like, what's that? And they were like, theme rooms. <laughs> I heard they have the clerk's room now. Oh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's ponder this it's room. It's like Dante, like this. <laughs> Randall's sucking a cock. Rand Dante's. 
<laughs> I thought he was like, so it has nothing to do with the movie like at all. <laughs> 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 it's like famous people portrayed as homosexual. Wildwood. Did you ever work at the quick stop? Yeah. Behind the register? Mm-hmm. Like, not when I was there? I don't believe so. Only when I was there. <clears throat> yeah, or like if you wanted to, like, take a ride or something. Like, you would leave sometimes, but I don't think I ever opened up and closed. Mm-hmm. You used to open up and close the stash sometimes. Later in life. In the RST video. RST video. That was on Muse. You did? You brought solo Muse there? Yeah. Flying solo? So I told you, it's a spank all the time. In the porn room? No, right under the counter. That's right. I'd watch the video. I wouldn't look at the boxes. That didn't do it for me. You were more into watching the fucking picture. Yeah. What'd you What'd you do with the, the shot? Paper towels. Right you never see that paper towel roll? It was right there. Right that the was cash you? register. Yeah, that was from... I set that up. You set that up. I went and stole it from the quick stop and brought it over the The double indignity. Not only are you jerking off at work while you're supposed to be on duty with the store open while watching porn, but you took the paper towels from next door to fucking clean up with without paying. At least he cleaned up. (laughs) Do you remember when you used to open the the secret stash and, and, uh, and you would go for cigarettes and walk away and shit? Like, dudes, I, remember, I met a dude who came into the store once who was just like, yeah, like, I, I met Jay last time. I, he was working here when the store was at the other place. I said, oh, yeah, how was it? He was going, it was good. We showed up. We drove in from, I forget where they, Virginia or something like that. And we got to the store, and he was like, could you watch the store for me? I got to go get cigarettes. I and you left I for 20 minutes. <laughs> I seriously don't remember that ever happening. I, I know I used to ask all the customers, I'm like, yo, can you give me a pack of smokes? <laughs> can you get me, which I'd be like, Dunk, I used to call Chris up all the time, like, can you go to Dunkin' Donuts and get me? Hi, Mosier. There's Mosier. <clears throat> There's me. With earrings. You were already sporting earrings then? Yeah, I had a couple hoops in the left. Oh, you're so cool, dude. I was. That was a, you were. <laughs> Not anymore. I remember when I first met you, I was like, this dude is cool. <laughs> really? Yeah. And now he sold out, joined the establishment, took his earrings out. Yeah. <laughs> that was a very fancy shot, wasn't it? I know, you see reflection. That was right. a couple hours of debating whether you could pull it off or not. It always seemed strange that, like, she would suck that guy's dick. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, find some brain-dead fucking drug-addled idiot and be like, I sucked his dick. <clears throat> It's kind of cruel, man, because she just flat like she could have let it ride, and just been like, you know, yeah, as a guy, I know. But instead, she's like, ah, fuck it, I, I snowballed him. I ate his cock and spit his cum back in his mouth. We actually went on dates. We went on dates with that character. <laughs> There's a movie. <laughs> There's a missing scene. <laughs> And meanwhile, she's always bitching at him about getting out of the store, getting motivated. She goes out with a dude who's like, hey, you work here? <laughs> Cat getting involved. Jane Kurtz. Yes, what's she buying? Rubber gloves. Rubber gloves. And Vaseline. Vaseline. 
Out of the night, there came a scream. Who put the sand in the Vaseline? <laughs> the hell is that? It's my Nipsey Russell impression. <laughs> <laughs> Famous line. I'm and careers were born. Cha-ching. That was where the, um, there's Belkos. Belkos supposed to be Silent Bob. You were going to be standing next to Belkos the whole movie. That would have been horrible. That was the, that's the, this is the moment where uh, the, most people maintain the movie kind of takes off. When we're on the festival circuit and stuff, they're like, yeah, the beginning's fine. But once I get into that dick sucker conversation, the movie takes off. And Mark Tusco from Miramax was always like, well, the problem with the movie is that it's a buddy movie, and the buddy don't show up for 15 minutes. What's the time we're at right now? How far into the movie is it? Anyone know? 10? 20? 20 minutes? So the buddy's still not here yet? And there's that filter that Dave was pointing out the other night. You can see the in the background, it's shaking outside the door. Yeah. Nobody really made a big deal about it. No, they didn't. Thanks. Hey, there he is. There's Mitch. Mitchy, Mitchy. Just happened to be standing there at the time. Hey, hey, you, get back here. You're not very, um, you don't really chase him down. Ah, uh, Randall. Um, Lee Bendick? But his name's not really that. That's his wife's name. He said he liked to use a stage name. Which was his wife's name? Lee Bendick, yeah. His wife's maiden name, Lee Bendick. That's sad. But do you remember his, his real name? What the hell is that resting his arm? Remy? Uh, <laughs> I think I remember going to his house for fondue. <laughs> we did. We went totally after close went to Sundance, me, you, and Kristen. And maybe Ed, I can't remember, went to his house and had fondue. I had I took a bus home from New York and he was the bus driver. Yeah, that's what he it? did. He was oh, a bus driver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there fondue? <laughs> There's no fondue on that bus trip, by the way. Don't hurt yourself, buddy. I'll go to Big Choice Video. Big Choice. Big Choice. Oh, there's only a little bit. There's that burn shot. Um. It was only a little bit removed from the What's real name, name of the Betsy? video store, Choice Video. Yeah, that's Betsy Broussard. Well, no longer Betsy Curtis, right? Yeah, she take his name? I guess. Would she marry? You would know more than me. Kevin Curtis. And here he is. The buddy's finally here. Dude, that is a light denim jacket you're wearing. Yeah, it is. It's a whole look. I might come back someday. It's quite a look. <laughs> She's pretty hostile. <laughs> I remember when we were casting the movie. We did um, the the uh, auditions at the First Amendment Playhouse. And afterwards, me, Walter, and, and Vinny, Vincent Brer was videotaping him. There's the Randall. The Randall is born. Um, there it is. Went to the diner to discuss, like, the people we had taped and, who you know, who, was, who we liked, who we didn't like. And uh, Betsy had read um, a scene, you know, she read a scene from the movie to audition. Uh, the scene behind the counter, actually. 
And uh, Walter's like, what do you think of her? And I was like, oh, I mean, she's obviously not going to be good for for Veronica, but I think we could put her in, in a movie somewhere. He's like, what are you thinking? I was like, that scene outside the video store, she could be the customer that kind of gives Randall shit about renting that movie. And he goes, you think there? I said, well, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I always saw that part more of some, a, a woman who was a little more dumpy. Walter goes, without missing a beat, oh, dude, she defines dumpy. <laughs> I never quite understood that. <laughs> so by the time we started shooting this movie, you guys had only known each other, what? About a month? Just about, yeah. if that? Some excellent chemistry. And that's just days, so if you did it really actually hours, maybe 12 hours? Thirteen hours. Shot. Oh, this was the thing that got cut. Whoa! This was the shot Dave was killing himself because he had to crawl up in there. Mm -hmm. Is the pelican flying? That's something me and Johnson would say to each other about the store security camera called the pelican. Well, that was also the setup for the ending, correct? That the person would never be caught who actually committed that crime. Mm -hmm. Because there was no video camera. Right. Is this the scene that we tried to do a dolly shot? Remember, we were building a dolly. That out was of when PVC? you come back from the uh, from the, the, the from Big Choice. Oh right, right. Oh no, from the funeral. When you're like, I want to rent a good movie. Like, what was that? That was suddenly David had it and wanted to do a dolly shot. Well, we had built. Um, Ed had built. I think Ed had built like a with PVC pipe and. Mm -hmm. Skateboard wheels, but partially the aisle was too narrow to really fit it in, but it was real bumpy. I think we tried it a couple times and said, fuck it, it was taking too long. It was a disaster. It was also rocky, too. The PVC itself. The skateboard dolly on the PVC was just not smooth. Are you blaming Ed for that? No. He, did, he did the best job he could. But whose idea was that? Like, all of a sudden, we needed a dolly shot? I know, out of nowhere. It's like, well, the movie's been on sticks the whole time. I think we read it in a film school book. <laughs> yeah, like, build your own dolly, sort of film school 101, so we couldn't even fucking do that. <laughs> no. I like this back and forth. This is probably the, maybe the fastest. A lot of people accuse me of reading the lines out of the newspaper, and I want to state right here and now I did not have the lines written in the newspaper. Right on. But Brian, you had written some of the stuff down on that, that clipboard. Right, uh, key, just key changes of things. Mm -hmm. I did have a cue card for one scene, and I will point it out when we get there. I'm, I'm the anticipation builds. <laughs> Here comes a big mouthful. That's where he wrote some key words down, because right. that was a fucking mouthful. Exactly. It was just that. But I like how it came out. Snacky? That was delicious. Oh, I forgot about this music. The original. The original Jane Bob Angley. stoner music by Scott Angley. Wait a few seconds, here it comes. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you looking for? Patrick Scrappy Hero Pop. Uh, one second. I'm on the phone with the distribution. Your favorite uh, list there, Jeff, coming up. Yeah. What's it called again? Patrick Scrappy Hero Pop. 
Who was that? Who said happy scrappy? You guys got uh, oh, Marilyn, Lisa, yeah. Marilyn, excuse me, Marilyn to, uh, to 80. Well, there wasn't that in there. Marilyn's in the final movie. Yeah. Oh. This is, I don't know who this was. Maybe it was the girl. No way. There's a little girl that came in and bought the cigarettes. She did it? I don't remember. Shit, I don't know. It was freaking 10 years ago. I don't the remember. only real movie on this list is... Um, do we keep it a jerk my cum crown and color me white? Is that on this list? Mm -mm. Well, then they're all in their armor no real titles. That was the best porno title I'd ever seen. Maybe I wanted was. to include it. Well, that means you have the uh, copyrights for all those names now. In totally. a sense. So and like Scott Schiaffo, I bought all the domain names for all those porno titles. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to interest people in Coming building in websites. Socks.com. <laughs> oh, it's pretty good. <laughs> Which I believe on the paper was coming in a sock. But I always like coming in socks. Because <laughs> it kind of denotes that, like, you get half a load out, you quick change the sock and bust a nut in the other one. Ah, Joe Bagnola, the guy at the counter. Yeah, owner. First Avenue Playhouse. Owner and manager, house manager of the uh, First Avenue Playhouse. He's got a real good reaction to the cat in the box when the cat actually starts shitting. Oh, he knows shit when he sees it. Mm. Cinema magic. If only we'd turn the box around a little more so you could have seen the shit coming out of his ass. Are you sure? It's almost more interesting to see his face. Mm -hmm. The um, the uh, uh, phone. I was in Quick Stop a couple weeks ago, and they took the phone down, the pay phone. Hello. Hello. So this movie couldn't fucking exist anymore. Let's see, couldn't. Hmm. Oh, John Henry Westhead. Oh, did you see the chest hair I'm, I'm ripping? Yeah, I saw it from the very beginning. I was wow. like, wow. Got a little David Hasselhoff going on there. The haircut was so bad. I know. There's the makeup girl, right? Yeah, Lisa. Leslie. Leslie, right. Leslie a little stiff in the performance department, though. What part of Russia? Moscow. Moscow is a real Russian word. He jumped on you when you signaled. He did, right? For a split second when I first saw it, I always thought that you were actually giving him like direction as a director, like, how say it. Look, he's tucked his boots, too. Is that an homage to Tarantino there, too, the feet shots? Um, we just shot him as cutaways. Aren't they talking about that for Kill Bill? A lot of feet shots? What? Driver? Well, then he's doing an homage to you. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> really? They're saying he's got a weird foot fetish for the Kill Bill series, a lot of foot shots. Really? It'd be nice if somebody stole something from me. That's where you're mad at him. Mad at Muse? Yeah, yeah you can see. Face. Look at him, he's just like, you skinny prick. I'm like, Why are you mad at me? Because you kept fucking up. You were low energy. Low energy, and I kept going, like, do it again. And one time I got real loud with you right before this take, where I was like, do it better. And you were like, this guy's from fucking Russia. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me, I'm a terrible smoker. I don't inhale or anything. Yeah, but uh, was, this is where you picked up your smoking habit. Filming the film. Pretty much. It's like you have no reaction to him singing. That's so... 
You I suck, know, I'm dude. not Silent Bob yet. I'm, I'm the earliest, most primitive Silent Bob. Oh, and you're giving me shit yelling at me and shit? Well, I was the director, too. Whatever. <laughs> I'd like to point out you don't really lock the door here. We just added the sound effects, and then you mimed the whole pull of the door. Good Which was good. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We cut that out. Yeah, we cut that out because people were like, what's that all about? It actually, it actually looked for a minute like she was really throwing a look off screen for, like, help. Like, is this supposed to be happening here? Yeah, thanks, buddy. There's my buddy. Chuck oh, that's, Bickle. That, that's my friend Chuck uh, Bickley. I brought him down to the audition. Or is it brought him, or Bickley? Bickley is Bickle. his last name. Bickley? Bickley? Yeah. He gets very upset at Bickle. Does he? No, uh, bigly. <laughs> um, but I brought him down to meet Kevin because I thought he might fit in there somewhere, and he came wearing a baseball hat. And uh, I remember you going, can you lose the hat? And as soon as he took the hat off, you are like, okay, I got your part. <laughs> it was a whole different look. He's doing a, a little, little homage to Bill Murray there, I think, at Caddyshack. I think Shack. so. I think you're right. Damn, I was very svelte back then. Dude. You want to talk about fucking svelte? I wasn't even svelte back then, and I'm still looking back longingly. There's a website named that. What? A series of down endings? Really? Yeah. The um, the weird thing is, not only are the the shutters closed, but we also have the shades down and never bothered to explain it. So to film school kids, it always looked like us. We just yelled the windows and did a bad job of doing so. But those were pull down shades in the store for when the sun hit that certain point where the bust through the windows. Yeah. <clears throat> just the curious customer <laughs> the cut away to the guy going hey I'd like to get in on this <laughs> we're gonna put you over here by the microwave and you're curious <laughs> and action and even the composition of that shot man you're in profile he's dead on it's art Hi, Harry, I do. Very artistic. And I like the change up you do right here, ready? Here. <laughs> like you put your, lay your point out, he gives you no reaction, like, oh, Jesus, let me put it another way. <laughs> and there was actually a lot more to this, for, of the Star Wars talk, wasn't there, in the original script, and then mm -hmm. you cut it, but then later brought it back in Mallrats? Brought it back somewhere and then, else. And then some again in Jay and Bob. On Dogma, I think there was a little Our bit. Dogma, right. But we cut it, did we cut it? We didn't cut it that night, we just cut it. Just no, cut no, no, you cut it before, cut before we even before. We shot. shot. Right. Yeah, it was a much longer conversation. <laughs> cut the other guy again. <laughs> did we? <laughs> Moving away. <laughs> <You're> like, Approaching. <laughs> You watch, next movie I make is going to be a series of bad cutaways. Now, uh, this dude who, uh, cutaway. there's a cutaway. San Jose Sharks. It's funny, like, sometimes in the movie you have a shirt on, sometimes you don't. Sometimes you have a hat, sometimes you don't. Sometimes the jacket's there, sometimes it's not. <laughs> 
but I think we get away with it because of your character. But like these dudes, they never change except for when Dante goes home to go on a date and shit. But like, you know, they're pretty much wearing their uniforms all day. You, every time we cut to you, you're wearing something different. <laughs> or one piece of clothing less. Like for Dante's date, he's the same. Dante's date, he's the same. Pants tucked into the boots and just throws a sweater on. sweater on That's nice. That's, that's very Jersey. <laughs> and also in that shot where you eat the cupcake and then go to run away, you're running to the back of the store. <laughs> so as not to get caught, I guess. <laughs> As opposed to having you run toward the door, we had you run toward the back. Well, then I had to run past them. <laughs> I would be right, run around and shoot. You went the long way? Yeah. Maybe I wanted to grab a few more items on the way out. Maybe you were running to the coffee machine. No, didn't I so do whippets, could, We could cut though? away to you looking over at them curiously. Yeah, we did. They, you were supposed to be doing whippets. Yeah, and then you cut that. Cut and that then out. the dude did it in a video. Soul yeah. song video. Yeah. <clears throat> And that's Donna Jean. She's married to Joe Bagnall. Right, right the guy who uh, just watched the, the sh- cat shitting. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> who forever be known as Joey Bag of Donuts. <laughs> Joey Bag of Donuts. <laughs> Look, she's got hers tucked in her socks, her pants. Tell you, man, it was a thing. Man. It was. It was. It was an age of tucking. <laughs> <laughs> I like that side. How you're boxing. What's on your hat, Jeff? Is that a devil's hat? Yeah, I think you're a devil's devil's hat the whole movie. I remember you were dead set against me wearing a hat. I had to convince you to wear a hat during this, and I had to try on a bunch of hats before you okayed me for one. Really? I was was against a hat? Yeah, you did not want me to wear a hat. And in hindsight, I'm so glad I wore a hat. Because because I very rarely get recognized now unless I have a hat on. It's the Superman thing. (laughs) Well, I remember uh, just before we started shooting, just in the rehearsal process, I had the go, you know, the, the Van Dyke goatee thing going on here, and uh, I sh- you were like, you know what, shave it. And I was like, okay, and I shaved it, and I came back for the next rehearsal. You're I was like, like, get it back. Um, in yeah, I remember I like, that you know day. What? It was a very disturbing day to walk in and find you goateeless. Right. It was and very everybody disturbing. Was like, um, you know what? Grow back. <laughs> I was like, what's wrong with my face? <laughs> it really helped to break up your face a little bit. Oh yeah, but then I was able to bring it in mall rats, not have it. Mm-hmm. While flying in again. Was this roll number three? That was the image from the French poster. Yeah, right here. That's, That's yeah, they took it right from the movie and put that on the French poster. You know, again, going with the whole is Randall gay or is Dante gay, we often stand very close together. Is that right there? Because you're always conspiring. Uh, you're always conspiratorially uh, having conversations <laughs> about things. Is that a Smith right there? That is a Smith. That's my sister. That was my original part, right? <laughs> As the the manual caged animal. When I came in and auditioned, that's the part that I was given. I was going to be that customer. And yet, and there you stand next to that customer. Wow. That was a. You never acted in high school. Why? Drama fags. Yeah. Didn't want to do it. Built a fucking chasm between you and them. Exactly. Rather beat them up than be them. Walter's hysterical <laughs> I actually think my sister did a pretty good job mm-hmm. yeah she did I like this oh yeah I like when he covers it with the paper towel <laughs> <laughs> pulls the paper towel away <clears throat> I 
It was a nice uh, simultaneous head move on you guys. I don't even know if that was planned, where you look <laughs> at each other and then do the lean over to look at Walt. I hear this little girl's like 15, 16 now. Dear God. She aged? <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Ten years later? We wanted her to light up, but we couldn't get her to put the cigarette in and, you know, walk away. So lighting was just out of the question. Walt again. Uh, what do you remember about Sundance, sir? Sundance? Um, I remember Sundance. Well, I'm, the, the biggest thing about Sundance was it was the first time we were ever going to really see it screened to a big audience, or at least I was. Um, I went to the New York one, but there was only 14 or 15 people sitting there, so it was kind of hard to gauge. Yeah. And uh, even back then, I was so green as to movies. I didn't even know what Sundance was about or anything like that, but I, I just remember going to the first screening and sitting in a room with 500 people like before it started and being like oh, god go they're gonna fucking riot when they see how horrible <laughs> this looks and you know the dirty words coming out of our mouth but it was just like you know 15 minutes into it like the 37 conversation the place was just roaring right and then i just remember like you know we had two or three other screenings beyond that and being sort of excited to go in like rather than wanting to puke after you know like the first one uh, but it was just, that was my biggest thing was just, and then like, it was like the first screening was like that big crowd reaction. And then the second screening was like, mm, is this going to go as well? And then that did. And then by like the last day, I just remember like just walking down the street and people throwing lines out and That's give me that funny walk. And that was good. Cool. <laughs> give me a funny walk. <laughs> I remember the, uh, the, the Q and A's were great, but the last Q and A, cause we did, uh, there were four screenings. And they were in the first, two in the first half and two in the second half. Mm -hmm. And um, I remember every, all you guys showed up for the second right, half I of the came festival, for the, last for like the second five days. Right. And the, um, the last Q&A that we had at the, the last screening at the Egyptian, which was at that point the big theater in the festival, um, was fucking massive. The Q&A was fantastic. Everyone was fucking on fire. Like the, no, there wasn't a single comment thrown that didn't get laughs. And that was a screening where they, where Harvey Weinstein was, and bought the flick afterwards. But it was—I just remember that being a great, great Q and A. I remember that too. I remember the screening where Harvey came in, and like when he actually walked in the room, like just sitting there, like, oh, oh lord, right. like it was like, geez, like we we're gonna get snuffed if it didn't go well. It was like a dun 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 dun. But you didn't go. You weren't at Sundance. No. Just didn't care. No, I wasn't invited, just like I wasn't invited to be on the poster. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, I didn't go. I don't know why. I guess I wasn't invited. Do you remember um, anyone, like, when, when did you see the movie finally? Because you didn't go to the IFFM, and you didn't go to to Sundance either. So when did you finally see You probably watched it. I remember we all sat around and watched it at Ed's one night on video long before the IFFM. But I don't remember if you were there or not. I wasn't there either. First time I seen it was uh, we watched it in a video store. We went and stole snacks from Quick Stop and watched it there. And watched it on the Steam back? On the, yeah, a little. Oh, really? On the, on the, not on the TV, but on the. Yeah. Like the, where we were cutting the movie? Yeah. And then the next time I remember there was a screening in New York, I believe. Right. That, I guess maybe it was the one Jeff's uh, talking about. And then after that, I remember seeing it again. 
till now. Till now. <laughs> <laughs> the um, what was your impression when you first saw yourself on film? Why don't you go back to the video store? Um, I don't know. I still don't like watching myself on film. Why? I don't know. It just seems silly. <laughs> the haircut. He, oh no, I loved it back then. Yeah. Would you ever go for that? Now, now, now I look at the haircut and I'm saying, oh my god, just like my uh, senior picture with the mullet, like the bangs and the. Oh, that's a hardcore that's mullet. You're rocking in that senior picture. It's rocking, but uh, I don't know. I didn't think much. I really didn't pay attention when I was on screen. I was watching everyone else. When I came on, I would go outside and smoke or something. So you missed all my there. scenes essentially. Yeah, and I haven't. Re I've never realized how, you know, what how much you don't react. Yeah. Like you do. In the later films, how yeah. much more? It's not a. It's not how a. How better you got? Yeah, it's a very. Uh, it's very, so, very quiet, stoic. Like the you have like the the mean mugging. Yeah. Like you're really like there I'm just hardcore. to watch. I'm yeah. the muscle. Yeah. I would think you were about to. Kick later ass. on, it became like the fucking clown show. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> what do you remember about Sundance, Moji? Um, sucking a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Outside of that. Um. I mean, I remember that final screening. I mean, it was definitely the same thing that Jeff was saying, just like finally seeing it in front of an audience and, and realizing that it was like something was kind of happening. Because getting in was really exciting. It was kind of like winning a lottery, but it was like once you were in the audience, once you were in the screening, it was like picking up the money. It was like suddenly it was real. It was like, okay, we got here, but it's like we're not just going to be like booed off or... You know the experience kept going, and and especially that fourth screening, which was like just kind of overwhelming. I just remember there were people like sitting in the stairs leading up the side. I mean, they were just letting as many people as the fire marshal would let in. It was yeah, just so s packed. They were scalping tickets. I heard some. Yeah. People. Um, it was me. That's why I didn't get to see the screening. <laughs> 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 Selling tickets outside. <laughs> He's really mad. If I had known the frame was that wide, I would have used more of my hands. <laughs> well, and theatrically, it wasn't that wide. Theatrically, I remember, it would be right. like 166. Or did we go 185 when we went there? No, it was 185, so you're losing more off the bottom, probably. So your hand would be out in, in the theaters. It was kind of once once Jeff steps in, you understand why the space is there. Slide. I like this exchange back and forth. I think it's well delivered. So what? You stuck here all day? Fuck! Why'd you apologize? What? I heard you apologize. Why? Got every reason in the world to be mad. I know. Jesus, that seems to be the late motif in your life. Ever backing down. Back down? You always back down. You assume blame that's not yours. You come in on your day off. You buckle like a belt. Do you know what really pisses me off? The fact that I'm right about your buckling? Then I'm gonna miss the fucking game. Because you buckled. You shut up with that shit. It ain't helping. I don't yell at me, pal. I'm sorry. See? There you go. The ultimate shit giver. I look like I randled away from that or wrangled away from that. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Would this be, it would be the Wrangler song at the end, wouldn't it? Of this cut. Him going, here comes Wrangler. I mean, on the tape. I mean, there's, 
Oh, we can call them again. <laughs> Do we even have to get permission? Why? We never got permission for all these products that we show. Do they still make Wranglers? <laughs> is that even an issue? That's what I said back in 94. I was like, does that gene even exist anymore? No, like, uh, yeah, and then, you can't use it. Yeah, you're done. And I actually had a pair at one of the Q&As, and you were like, you And I was like, I have a pair on me right now. <laughs> More Scott Angley music. Yeah. Thank God for Scott Angley. <laughs> We'd have been using kazoos. The musical cues uh, in this cut of the movie fall like 90 miles apart. Like in the theatrical cut, there's almost a song every scene. But mm -hmm. Those are my pads and my CCP jersey. Yeah, that, that jersey costs a lot online now. Yeah. That have stack, ladies and gentlemen. Schmelling. Shukar Schmelling. He uh, likes to take credit for that line a lot. The line in the script was, why do you smell like shoe polish? But instead, he would call him a shoe polish smelling motherfucker. So does he get credit for that line? He makes sure he gets credit for the line. Okay. At a recent uh, uh, Stash Bash event, uh, he went over to the hotel and hung out with fans and claimed credit for that line. <laughs> Made sure people knew that shoe polish smelling motherfucker was his. It's so weird that I actually gave you that fucking... The, the insouciance for that yeah. moment where you're like, I'm the one who's deciding that we're going to play on the roof. Yeah. But originally when it was written, it was supposed to take place in the street, and we blocked off the street. Right, but... But since that wasn't logistically going to happen... No one had pull in the local police force. Vinny was the one who was like, why don't you put it on a roof? And I was like, brilliant. But it's weird. That seems like a random move to be like, we're not playing in the street. You know? Get that question a lot, too. It was like, oh, man, how is it playing on the roof? I'm like... Well, we never really played on the roof, and... Uh, it was like 10 by 15. Right, and there was like oh, steam vents and, you know, all sorts of vents on the roof that you had to skate around. This is something that's never in the movie, either. A hatless J. long extended musical. Mm-hmm. A little interlude. That's my jacket. Again. Because you're dating a chick whose jacket it was. Yeah, Dana. Dana. So you'd have to periodically track her down and be like, can I borrow your jacket again? <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, I am not a Pittsburgh Penguin fan. I couldn't find my own New York Ranger jersey. Mosier. Clean-shaven Mosier. It's not a very exciting hockey game. No, it's also much. I think I think it's much longer in this version. <laughs> yeah. It's like three periods worth. <clears throat> These dudes get a lot more screen time than they have in the movie. Those are two Leonardo locals. Those two kids. Had this long cut gone out, they would have got laid too. Yeah, totally. Well, look at you another, another customer reacting. <laughs> Cut away. It's Brawny Guy. Look how depressing the outlying area <laughs> looks. It still Lord. looks like that. Ten years later, that lot is still empty. Remember in the cartoon, we built a fucking quick stop, quicker stop. <laughs> well, there's where it went, the future home of the quicker stop. There's a second look at you. Oh, look at you. You can't even pass. 
That was some pretty bad looping right there, too. It always sounds very punched in. Plus, if you notice, that guy just got into a car and left. He obviously went to the store. <laughs> yeah. Dan Habstack, Ed's brother. Yeah. Scott yelling at himself. Scott talking to himself. Look at that. That's tricky. All those extra line, the wild lines we did CGI? in the video store. It was a little CG. <laughs> Later on, we put in a, a scene with Scott, the other Scott, and Jabba the Hutt as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at you, Roughhausen. I am. I'm and the two goalies <laughs> reacting very slowly. <laughs> like, huh? <laughs> He's looking the wrong way. No. No, I'm not. Ed was looking the wrong. <clears throat> You're lucky Ed didn't really hit you. I think about that a lot. <laughs> that was a specialty. Today. When we played, Ed would hit people with his fucking stick. And he always built the nets, so when uh, he was pissed, he would destroy the net. He'd take a stick and just buck him. He it, it killed at least three nets, if I remember correctly. Back me up here. Oh, it's so true. <laughs> Thank you. There's a line from you. There's a line in there where he goes, I thought Redding brought all the balls. I, I thought Dante had the balls. I'm not even supposed to be here today. That's pretty exciting. I like that, right? <laughs> Harbinger. That means a sign of things to come. I love this guy. Day or why? Because <laughs> <laughs> he loves something. <laughs> Doesn't he call him Boychik? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Boychik. He wanted to do it very, uh, he, he's like, I want to play it as an old Jewish guy. Yeah, he's very uh, Mason-like. Yeah. Nah, got hit by a bush. Can I help you? I like that somebody came to the table with a choice. I'm going to play this like this. You should have let him run with it. He was also a First Avenue guy, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yep. No, he's one of the actors who, yeah, who worked out of that. Sure. In the back, through the cooler. Could you imagine going to a convenience store admitting to incontinence <laughs> to a total stranger? what kind of toilet paper you got back there? Watch like when he goes out of frame, he goes out for a long period of time. <laughs> yeah. We could have just had him exit and come right back in. I seem to recall you being off camera trying to get him back we there to wave him back. thinking he, about the film we were burning. Totally. Right. And he was acting like he was like I'm pretending to walk to the back door, think about it, and come back. I'm like, dude, once you're off camera, your performance is over. Get back in there. What's the difference? You said yourself you had the rough stuff in the back. Yeah, sure, go ahead. And one of these departures was cut out of the movie. We used to cut away to Jay and Bob outside. See how long he's gone? Come back, dude. Say, young fella, I hate to bother you again, but uh, maybe I could have something in the back there to read, on paper or something. Uh, sometimes it takes me a while, and uh, I like to have something to read while it's going on. Yeah, sure, go ahead. And didn't he just admit, admit to incontinence? But at the same time, he's we talking cut about out taking where it's like he goes something to read, and then we cut outside, and they came back in. Right. So we connected these two moments here. Think maybe I could have a magazine. I said go ahead. 
I was going to give it to him right then and there, and I went, all right. Well, he's pointing to magazines behind you that are actually over, that are over right there. Shoulder. And like we've seen right. behind you all the time, and you never see any magazines there. But then we would have to pull focus for over there. Yeah. Maybe it's one that Randall left there. <laughs> now leave me alone. Oh, thank you, sonny boy. I appreciate it. Hell of a game. One ball. I closed the store. They come all the way here. Were you a fan of the uh, Slim Jims? Yes. That mm. Slim Jim was my idea you, you as I often to go to parties and point out. <laughs> <laughs> Should have done a commercial with you and Randy Savage fucking <laughs> what is it? Grab a Slim Jim. Get into a Slim Jim. I agree. Me too. Well, <laughs> ten years is new again. That's it, me and you, right? Yeah. That was our only moment together? No, later on in this long version, there's another moment where I bring you in in a headlock, don't I? I think so. Yeah. He caught me masturbating or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's our movie. Hey, look at you start to laugh here. There it is. You're fighting it. Yeah, and then you drop it. Wait, 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 wait. Has it ever occurred to you that I might be bereaved as well? You hardly knew her. True. But do you know how many people are going to be there? All of our old classmates. True. That was another, that took a, a few times. True. True. I hate people, but I love gatherings. Isn't it ironic? Stop it. Stop being an asshole. Someone's got to watch the store. If you go, I go. She meant nothing to you. She meant nothing to you neither until I told you she died. I'm not taking you to this funeral. I'm going with you. I can't close the store. You just closed the store to play hockey on the roof. Exactly, which means I can't close it for another hour just so we can both go to a wake. You were saying? Thanks for putting me in such a tough... Forgot my contacts that morning. Thus, the glasses. That's glasses. Um... You used to go into bars and people buy drinks because you're in a movie. You're pretty easily recognizable, I guess, or at least you were back in the day with the long hair. Not so much anymore. Well, now you don't drink, of course, but not so much anymore. No. People roll right. You should get closer to the mic. No. <laughs> people don't recognize you? Not really. At all? No, no not really. Maybe once or twice in the last few months. Yeah. <clears throat> Unless I'm with you, it seems. And then people put it together. They do. It's like fat guy, thin guy, must be shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> you get recognized a lot, Brian? Um, yeah. I, I get, I don't I wouldn't say a lot, but um, I get my fair share of recognition. Plus, I mean, I'm, I still act and stuff, so. Right. Um, with the goatee, you With the goatee, I get it a lot more than clean shaven. It's kind of spooky, though, that people are like, Gil Hicks, when I'm clean shaven. I'm like, Gil Hicks. You know? Because I rarely do a mustache, so that's just Grant Hicks. So. It's a whole new, different fan base. It is. It's just weird. And then there are people who are like, Mulratch is just the best ever. And I'd be like, that's awesome. You're like, thanks. What, uh, and you, without the hat, you walk clean? I very rarely, if ever, get recognized. Uh, sometimes when I speak, it's, uh, I know the voice, but can't quite place it. It's like a long-lost friend, but very rarely get recognized as Randall which I love. Got to get that Jersey Devil hat back on. Yeah. And that jean jacket. Uh, the missing scene. Which in, it will be cutting, t in this version it cuts to the 
So the animation will actually be in here next? Yeah. That's pretty neat. Again, another crowd scene. Look at you. Five I people. I think that is your crowd. <laughs> and Mrs. Topper, who owns the store, is one of them. She's all scrunched in the bottom. Yeah, but she was really trying to get in, wasn't she? <laughs> <laughs> you guys get out. <laughs> we were debating whether you went inside. I thought you'd gone inside, but... Yeah, the other day we were talking about it. You guys didn't no, go inside. We never went oh, no, inside. we never. The Just door walked the, up to the door. Well, the door was locked, too. Because we did try the door. You see that roll across the hood there, Brian? Right, that's something I was threw that in. A which stunt double, or was yeah, that no, you? No, I suggested that, which I bring up at parties as well. That was nice. Scott, Scott, Scott Ed, and Ed. Dave. Ed, Ed makes a nice woman there. Look at that ass. But a, a very stiff-armed woman. Because <laughs> it was all tight, right? Yeah, he couldn't move in the in the jacket. You can see my sandals when I first run out and jump in. <laughs> and it's much <laughs> longer in like this version. <laughs> we wait till you guys get all the way to the end of the street and turn. <laughs> a vision out of my head. <laughs> Jesus. I can't fucking believe Did he even put uh, lights on the on the roof for this shot, or uh, is that the natural lighting of the store? Exterior. I think we had a couple of extras. Um, off to the right. I'm not sure. I think there's some additional lighting. There was another tough line Anderson had trouble with. Shut the fuck up, junkie. Did you? Yeah, remember I kept going, shut the fuck up, junkie, or something. I had a weird inflection in it. Yeah, you, you had to keep saying it over and over again. Now he doesn't have a hat, and he's lost the ponytail. <laughs> you like that? We should have left it in just for you. I like Jay in that. He was kind of squaring up to him, like he was just about to hit him, but he never quite did. He was. <laughs> I just like the guy at the very end's like, oh man. <laughs> this should have been the Dolly Matt Banta, shot. He's no? dead. He died. Oh, he just shit. died earlier this year, so. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so keep enjoying that performance. That this was my the favorite. Shot. This is my favorite. That been the Dolly shot. That's <laughs> <laughs> Walt Flanagan again. <laughs> Fucking dickhead. That was almost a line that you would have liked to have seen his face for for the performance of it. Yeah. <laughs> I like that it was sort of a faceless customer. Like, who was this? Guy. He was a member of the Nazgul and shit. <laughs> and the Unipomer. <laughs> Now renting videos, that's just gratuitous, not to mention illogical, being that you work at a video store. Are you open? Yes. What was this dude's name? Uh, oh, God. Balcats. <laughs> um, Gary Stern. Gary, He's another uh, producer over at the uh, First Avenue Playhouse. <laughs> he has that creepy delivery of that line, I'm never coming in here again. Ha-cha-cha-cha. <laughs> They certainly do. Because I have a title and a job description. I'm supposed to follow it, right? Exactly. Yeah, I saw one one time. I remember when we started shooting that we had just gotten the lottery machine in the store, but I hadn't. It was after I'd written the script, so we didn't write it in, and it took up so much space on the counter that we just took it off. And every night we had to fucking put those 
candy containers yeah, up the there. Penny candy things. And we had a Polaroid to like reset it mm-hmm. every every. That was one of the only pieces of continuity, continuity. we did on the movie. Well, and then we all threw our coats on the machine because you could never turn it off. Yeah. And it had that fan going in the lottery machine. Like, I like that the guy doesn't just step aside a foot and then get behind the counter. It's open right there. <laughs> Instead, he's just trying to reach over. You again? I'm going to break your fucking head open. I like how you wait till he's gone and wants to. Two reasons. One, I hate it when people can't shut up about the stupid tabloid headlines. Oh, jeez. And two, to prove a point, title does not dictate behavior. What? If title dictated my behavior as a clerk serving the public, I won't be allowed to spit water at that guy. But I did. So my point is that people dictate their own behavior. Even though I work in a video store, I choose to go rent movies at Big Choice. Agreed? You are a danger to both the dead and the living. I like to think I'm a master of my own destiny. Please get the hell out of here. I know I'm your hero. <laughs> Very gay moment. There we go. The, the touch on the shoulder. A little bit. A little gay. EOD. There he in is. In the hizzy. There Ernie he O'Donnell. Is. is he wearing bicycle shorts? He is. He is. And you made fun of me tucking my boots in. Well, he's a trainer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Working for who? Sir Mix-a-Lot? <laughs> Pretty much. He's wearing the, t- the sweatshirt. He's wearing is for the sweat box, which was his homemade gym, wasn't it? Yeah, it was in his garage. In his garage. <laughs> he, made, he, made, he made T-shirts for it. the gym in his garage. <laughs> I never knew that. This is the first time I've hearing this. I thought it was an actual gym somewhere in town. Yeah, that's Kim. That's my ex-girlfriend. Um, the. Uh, this happened to me, kind of. Not this. Not, it didn't go to the slangs, but there was a dude who came in the store all the time who was kind of a dude who worked out a lot, and he was describing how each gallon of milk weighs like seven pounds seven or something pounds, like right. that. Eight pounds. And is it? Is that what it is? Yeah. And he talked about how um, uh, when he does when he has, doesn't have access to weights, he just gets a bunch of milk and lifts that. And I'm like, so you go buy four gallons of milk to, to pump what? Sixteen pounds? Thirty-two total. This is Ernie's favorite performance in the movie. Ernie thought that uh, Ernie was, uh, I mean, I'm sorry, Walter's favorite performance in the movie. Walter felt that Ernie was insanely well cast in this role. This is a friend of mine, fellow actor. What's his name? Uh, Ken. Ken. Ken um, Clark. Ken Clark. From the Playhouse, huh? Uh, yeah, he's another guy I'd worked at. From the Playhouse. <laughs> And he represents the the state in the, in the movie. Yeah, yeah. But he's, he's got a bunch of bumper stickers all over his briefcase. Yeah, he was you know, and then he working for the man, but also bucking it. He was uh, yeah, he was kind of rebelling a little right. bit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they reference Alyssa Jones, who would later show up at JV. It's like everybody that's like high school friends playhouse. <laughs> that's that's, that's pretty much who came to that audition. <laughs> Brian's friends. Smith's friends. I never understood the Asian design major. So he's an Kim, Asian person, obviously. Was, yeah, he's a design major. An Asian guy who was a design major. Kim uh, was uh, had a friend in college uh, whose name was Rocky, who was uh, an Asian, but he was an Asian designer. He was a design major. Right. So I always referred to him as the Asian design major. It's just so funny. And uh, she, he was always like, uh, I was always kind of paranoid about him, like, oh, you hang out with that dude an awful lot and shit like that. Like, oh, we're just friends. And then right around this period, like, we shot this scene, we were still dating, 
she was still in college and she was about to graduate from CMU. And when uh, we broke up the day before she graduated, me and Mosher drove up there when she graduated to see her graduate and then quickly turned around and left. But that week, she wound up dating Rocky, the Asian design major. Huh. Always when they're talking about him too much. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. He's just a friend. <laughs> you, he's just a friend. You got what Look I at you. <laughs> and they, uh, these two, Ernie and, and Kim, it was a reunion of sorts because he played Danny Zuko when we put on Grease in high school, and she played Sandy. Ernie played Danny Zuko, really? <laughs> you don't know that. <laughs> You want to talk about a dude reading his lines. Yeah, there you go. Look at that acting by Ernie, though. He's just reacting. He's disgusting. In the age of Botox, that would never exist. Look at the furrows in that brow. A lot of coverage. Oh, you're missing a snore, dude. What's up? You're missing Jay snoring. There is some coverage here. What happened? Why? Because O'Donnell and Bellicose? Wasn't that your little high school crew? That was. That was, that was my <laughs> your crew. Your little theater crew? My, well, yeah, I guess they Put were kind of a rap and shit. Yeah, where was Schnoor? <laughs> the eye line on this scene is all over the place. The eye line. <laughs> we got deep into coverage. And there's only one time when he looks to Ernie. A couple of times he's looking the wrong way. I was looking where I was told to be looking. <laughs> Why do you just stop at the door? Why don't you follow him out to the parking lot if you're so upset? <laughs> like, ah, fuck it. We don't... <laughs> the door hey, shut. wait a minute. Hey, we don't have a lighting package out there. I can't follow you. <laughs> He's gone forever. No, he couldn't leave them in the store because he might rob the place. Or make out there. Or the, they're uh, going off to the beach. <clears throat> she wasn't really there. That was amazing. You did a good job. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, this scene. The big choice. I haven't seen this scene in a long time. This place don't exist anymore. Really? Yeah, another one of the mom-and-pop shops that got driven out by the buster. That was a good video store. And then that scene that never continued. Yeah, where it was supposed to be Vinny coming up as Chet, the the helpful. Thus the cracked mag. That was the night that we found out the mag was cracked. Yeah. Lost all that, that footage. And actually, the Nagra died that night. That's why we couldn't. That was the night. The yeah. night the Nagra died. That's why we couldn't. Do oh, that okay. Scene. The night the Nagra died. <laughs> Lisa Spoonhour, first part appearance in the movie. And there's uh, Rajiv Tapar, the son of the owners. Looks like she borrowed your jacket, man. I must have shot this early up. <laughs> Speaking of jackets. Head to toe acid wash. Hey! You can't roll a sleeve up more than that. I don't think it's humanly possible without just flat out cutting the sleeves off. This always irritated me when people would be like, my favorite moment in that movie favorite scene they would say is when you guys dance I'm like all that dialogue (laughs) and that's what you want to talk about so this is a different song that was in the movie too what was the real song again well well the technically this would be the real song but this is what you played out and while filming it this is what we no didn't you play something else Red played house of pain I think yeah yeah. that's what I'm saying I think it was something like that this is a scene where Muse is like I can't have anybody out here while I'm dancing And a bad continuity jump is like they're standing right next to the video store right. window. We never saw them go in. Never, never saw them go in. And also, the lights are obviously out. dark there, and these guys walk into a well-lit store. 
Maybe they turned the lights on when I walked in. It would have been real fast. Hey, this is also the. Uh, this is also the first lights scene shot. Lights fast. This was second. the first scene we shot. Oh yeah, second, second. Because the first one was old raccoon eyes over there. Oh, right, right, right. On to the you're breakup right. real thick. You're right. You're right. So when we had like 20 people in our crew, so to speak, standing around. There was about 15 people there that first yeah. night, and then they all fell away. Pimped away. You guys got you guys hooked up on this movie. Brian and I, yeah. <laughs> totally, completely. <laughs> uh, Lisa and I, yes, we did. I got and later on got married and whatnot. We got married. We're no longer married. Um, what? Uh, did you know when it first came, first when you came for rehearsals? Did you start sensing a vibe between you two? How long was it before you guys? I never sensed a vibe between anybody and myself. Uh, I don't even know what happened. I think I was overly tired, and it just happened. Really? Yeah, because I, I missed the vibe. So was. But that? she's definitely she's what kind of kept me around there in the beginning, because uh, you know, all you guys were actors and. I wasn't an actor and felt very out of place, but I thought she was pretty hot. So I stuck around. <laughs> let me see. Let me find out, they say. <laughs> That's why I stuck around, too. <laughs> <laughs> you were hoping to get in with Lisa. <laughs> Not with Jeff. <laughs> but and I was hoping he was sticking vibe. around for me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff's like, I know there's a vibe floating around. Whose vibe is it? So who kissed who first? Did she kiss you or you kiss her? Um, wow. We went back to her house one morning after shooting. And, uh, yeah, we were there for a very long time in her kitchen, and I think I just laid one on her, and she was like, what took so long? Really? Yeah. So I, I, again, I, I missed the vibe. <laughs> I told her I am, I am not, uh, I'm not tuned into the vibe. Sorry. I'm not good with that either. Yeah, we kept that pretty quiet, though, on the mm -hmm. set. We did, I don't think we told you guys that no. that was going on. <laughs> it was How far into quiet. the process? During rehearsals? or No, no, no. It, we were filming. Yeah, we were filming. The vibe was in the air during rehearsals. I forget who told me. I don't know if it was her or you. I think it was probably you. I don't know. You're the kiss and tell type. <laughs> he came to my house and woke me up <laughs> after spending all morning at her house. You're like, dude, get up. <laughs> I think you were probably the only person get. Were you getting busy while we were making the movie? Getting busy. PG 13. Were you fucking while we were making the movie? I was in such a dry spell, it wouldn't even be funny. Were you? Oh, yeah. And my old lady was off at college at the time. What were you? You were hooking it up, though. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> the chick whose jacket you borrowed, you were you were with, and yeah. also her friend, right? Weren't you getting into <laughs> three ways and shit? Crazy. Mose, you were fucking dry as a bone, dude. I did nothing. Jeff was the one swooped in. <laughs> we could have had a pity circle jerk for Christ's sakes. <laughs> we could have. Didn't you? <laughs> you didn't invite me. God damn. Me and Dave used to fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the word on set. <laughs> hey, man, you get some gaffer's tape. <laughs> on what? <laughs> yeah, well, where's that going? That's, That's why that I ran out of, like, 
Right. Oh, I thought maybe you were saying like you wrap your hand up in gaffer's tape so it's not really gay. Yeah. <laughs> so not it <laughs> Put it on our lips. <laughs> it's kind of like a hard lips. <laughs> it's off the course. Shut up, Dave. I'm horny. It's been weeks. Jeff took Lisa. I know Muse is hairless, but I don't know. He's drunk. Hairless. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you're from Idaho. Come oh, here, you dirty <laughs> sheep fucker. <laughs> There's not a lot of you men in this movie. There's not. Mm -hmm. I don't know why the fuck we're here. <laughs> <laughs> well, he didn't make the poster when it was first shot. Yeah, what was the story know. behind that? I never knew the full story behind that. They, whoever put the poster together, they were just... Before we... we they didn't the even see the movie, shoot. right? <laughs> I don't know. They did, but before we did the poster shoot, they were just like, uh, I was like, well, don't we need Muse? And they're like, no. And that was supposed to be you four guys, and then they were like, you get in there. And I was like, well, I, I got to put on my hat or else I'm not Silent Bob. And they're like, like shut up. <laughs> they did. They were just like, oh, stop it. Grow up. Get in there. So in the poster, I'm not really Silent Bob. I'm kind of. We do have that curious look anyway in that, that one photo. Um, my look is like, what am I doing here? Where's, Where's Muse? Muse, right? Because <laughs> I noticed you signed that in some of the posters. Where's Muse? Where's Muse? <laughs> oh, shit. Still Again, lights out. Ten minutes later. <laughs> know, right? They quickly shut Dante them off. booked out. <laughs> look how tight those pants look on me. What pants were there? Look how long your arms look. I think your arms got shorter as you got older. They did. <laughs> Take that jacket off. Dana, Dana, I'll give you your jacket back. <laughs> <laughs> so are the buttons uh, the other way, being that's a woman's jacket? <laughs> Probably. It's funny because you try to take the jacket off, but you couldn't really pan it out, and then finally start slipping it off. <laughs> hey, what's your That's my favorite scene. You did. I think it's. I thought it was rather cool that you were enlightened enough to be like, I'm gonna go into a fucking hermaphroditic porn. <laughs> you hear the cat meowing in the background? Yeah. I was so sick with a head cold that this night of shooting. See me leaning my head back, I'm sniffling. Really? Do you remember the one night? What scene was it where you fucking ran out of the store and took a jog around the block? Like you couldn't nail some performance and you fucking booked ass out of the store. Oh right! And then right. you and you ran around the block to like clear, clear your head, head and then right, came right. back. But we we didn't tell us you were doing that, so we were like, <laughs> I think he's done. <laughs> I, I didn't know that. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. For some reason, I remember you being near the phone. I think it was maybe the it's the you know you buckle like a belt scene. Yeah. Really? Oh, probably. But you booked out. You just fought. You were like ah, and you tore ass out of the store. And I was like, oh my god, we we broke his brain. Do you remember me and Brian didn't get off on the right foot? Because of you? Brian who? No. Because I sang that song, remember? What's that? From Dr. Dirty. I ain't singing it again. <laughs> Ten years later, Brian's like, what the? What? What? You don't remember the Dr. Dirty song? Oh, I, yeah, yeah, I remember. It was awful. It was, uh... It was... Well, because I was saying a song to these guys that this guy sings. His name's Dr. Dirty. Uh -huh. And they're like, they're like, oh, it's funny. Go sing it. And, like, I went in the store and was singing it. <laughs> yeah, to, like, we were like, go sing it. <laughs> you were. You said sing it. It's funny. And then I sang it, and you didn't, you didn't think it was funny. Yeah. Uh, it was probably during my militant, uh, it's not fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my melting dopey fucking making fun of other races type shit. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I wasn't even, I wasn't making fun. I was singing a song that someone well, else. Well, you know, X was out at that time. It was all you like were a, doing a rendition of something. You were like, exactly. what the fuck, dude? I was like, 
Nice to meet you, dude. <laughs> Not that I don't want to kick your ass. <laughs> Again, I don't look around the door. I just stay there. <laughs> like, <laughs> that door target. is like a barrier. It's like, Maybe you were scared we'd throw something at you. <laughs> Maybe. Don't you ever think of all these, you know? I wouldn't be scared. You always assume that you'd look around the door. You, you. Yeah, you would. What do you? What's the comic doing? Batman. It's a Secret Origins. Oh, that's a good one. Villains issue. I have that. It was a good one. That's the only appearance of comics in the movie. Hey, it's now ten years old. That's right. Vintage. Pulling that for rock. Look at that outfit. That is a fucking flat out, circa early '90s outfit. So you guys were already an item at this point. Uh, I don't know exactly when I caught the vibe, <laughs> but it could have been here. Or when you finally, when she, actually, you didn't catch the vibe, dude. Well, she you flat out made out with you, and you're like, oh. Well, when she leaves, you check her ass out, so obviously yeah, something was going been on. It. That was your defense the night we were talking about, is Randall gay? Your defense was like, dude, I check her ass out when she walks away. See that? God, isn't he great? No. I always liked that line, we both eat Chinese. Mm -hmm. That was funny. No lights back there. Why aren't there any lights? Well, there are, but for some reason they stop working at 5.14 every night. You're kidding. Nobody can figure it out. The boss doesn't want to pay the electrician to fix it because the electrician knows... There's that porno soundtrack. Such a sort of... The boots and the sandwich. You and Dave make them love. I'll try to manage. Oh, hey, Caitlin? Break his heart again this time. Is that supposed to be the lasagna in that tin there? Yeah. No, I see like two a... meatballs in there. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't really know how to pull it together. <laughs> um, that was uh, like an Enterman's kind of thing. Like brownies left over. Uh, here we go. There's the look. Vibe in the air. Vibe in the air. Could be. Fucking <laughs> like an hour later. later. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm taken. Why did I stand there? There are no lights back there. Have that jacket still? I always like this. This we we kind of made up on the spot. The poo poo wee wee. I originally was supposed to say that line and I refused to. Right, and then he said it, and then I was like, just but you wouldn't get rid of the line. You're like, all right, you say it. But I like the delivery. I was, he's like, poo poo wee wee. You're like, fuck you. The whole movie, you're like coming back with like rapid fire, fucking elaborate speeches. Shit. Then at that hour of the night, you're like, fuck you. Hey, I've been untucked my boots. Finally. God, well, it is That's a date. <laughs> Look at you watching the whole thing. The porno stuff. <laughs> 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 and like we didn't kiss or talk or anything. She just sat there and let me do all the work. You dog, I didn't even see you go back. She was really good. Did she act <laughs> after this? No. Didn't? Didn't God, one and only time? Uh we moved out. She's here. her voices in the clerk's cartoon. When she's yeah. like, Dante, I want you to come wedding dress shopping with me and other emasculating activities. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We moved out here, and it was sometime after we lived here, some producer or somebody recognized her, and she went in for an audition uh, for, like, a Nicolas Cage movie, and she went right down to light the director. 
and didn't get the part and never did another audition or anything. And I always thought if she would have kept at it, she would have done pretty well. Yeah, she was good. I'm not kidding. Who went back there? Nobody, I swear. I feel nauseous. Are you sure there was someone back there? Well, I didn't just fuck myself. Jesus Christ. God, I'm sick. You just fucked a total stranger? Shut the fuck up. Call the police. No, don't. Because there's a stranger in our bathroom. He just raped Caitlin. She said she did all the work. Will you shut the fuck up? It's amazing we got away with that. That's real fucking borderline. <laughs> fucking who the fuck's in our bathroom? What do you think you're going to see He's through the door? <laughs> Stand on our tippy toes. <laughs> what was her name? Oh, my God. She was oh, Patty. Patty. She's Ken's, Ken's girlfriend or wife. wife. <laughs> was it Patty? Yeah. I think it's Patty. Yeah. It's Patty Playhouse. She was rough. <laughs> <laughs> She's a nice girl, but she blew one of my favorite lines in the whole movie. Yeah, well, she had the whole script in front of her, too. Yeah. That's horrible uh, pretending to write, by the way. Yeah. And there's Ken again, pretending to be the... Uh, like, that's horrible. Look at her hand. <clears throat> yeah, that's a kind of Ed Wood moment right there. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> so they put the victim in the fucking ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> well, the town only has one. one I'm just amazed you got an ambulance. How did that happen? It wasn't like your oh, car are we trunk. Oh, real life. It was um, what's her name? Tracy LePan worked at that. Worked at the uh, first aid building, and I asked her one day, "Can you get us an ambulance?" She said, "Yeah." Plus, aren't they like a half a block away anyway? <laughs> like they were a half a block away from the store. So it wasn't like they couldn't leave and go on their own runs. She blew that line that putting him. I once tried to. I once had to tag a guy, broke his neck, putting his mouth on his penis, and then you kind of looked down all ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> But her last, her what kind of convenience store do you run here? Made the trailer. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> so she did. I think it's right. the only time that is the, the sugar line here. You eating the sugar? I knew that motherfucker gonna kill someone someday. Yeah, there he is. Just eating sugar out of a box. I knew a motherfucker gonna kill someone someday. <laughs> I just love that you're eating sugar out of the box, and it's the sugar that I bought like earlier at the one of the which scene was it? Rick Darris? No. Where the Caitlin scene? No. When Caitlin first shows up. Right. And we really didn't even, I mean, we had no graphics department, of course, so, like, all we did was cover shit with tape. Like that uh, Dave's eye. Yeah, first tape. <laughs> yeah. Like Dave's and lips. He, yeah. <laughs> Dave's lips, Dave's <laughs> Product names. <laughs> Many uses of tape. This was the one scene where I used a cue card. There's one on my right side, there's one on my left side. I disagree, sir. I think the only scene you used a cue card was during the fight scene. Like no. a post-fight scene when you're sitting on the no. side. Because you hear when no, you throw you something, you hit a cue card. All right, then there's two scenes that I use cue cards because there's definitely, there's, there's two words. There was like a phrase, I think, here that I just couldn't get these two words out or something. But I, I, I recall them being over here somewhere. That's me saying you open. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Awesome. <laughs> that was the weakest. Yeah, you're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is, Kev. 
You really see that acid wash. Yeah. In this mm -hmm. shot. I get a lot of flack for these jeans. From girls? From everyone. Guys, too? Uh, what guy notices acid wash what's jeans? What's with those jeans? Everybody knows those jeans. Like it's that easy. It is. You just up and quit. There's other jobs. They the, um... <clears throat> that when we used to hang out in the stores, like we go, not shooting the movie, that's we would hang out on that cooler. So that was a real um, slice of life shot to me. And when Muse was there, he would lay like Dante, but he'd be bellied down in my fucking lap. Behind the newspapers and shit. That's true. He would, Muse would we'd come, we'd, Muse would come with me on Sunday mornings to the store, make the newspapers. Because um, you got to put them together, they come all in parts and shit. And so uh, we'd stack. You had to stack them up on the on the uh, freezer cases. And Muse at a certain point in the in the morning, like because we were there at six. Um, by after eleven o'clock, when Degrassi Junior High was over and shit, he was like, "I'm gonna go take a nap." And he would sleep on the coolers behind the stacks of newspapers. So as people took papers bit by bit, sooner or later, <laughs> he'd get be down, revealed. <laughs> he'd be revealed. <laughs> <laughs> And Muse is a hard, he used to be a horrible jeweler when he slept, so he would drool onto the freezer case and it would just kind of pool and get cold freeze. and freeze. Melodrama coming from you is about as natural as normal bowel movement. What? What do you want me to say? Yes, some of the things you're saying are true, but that's the way things are. They're not going to change. So how did we get away with without having to, like, um, secure all the permissions of, like, Crunch and Munch and... Hershey syrup. Because you can't make I was any of say, it out. You can Look really see that. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's because we're not focusing on one thing. Do we have to get Pringles permission or no? I don't know. I mean, at that point, I just got handed <laughs> off to uh, the E and O insurance people, and they watched the movie, and they're the people that would deal with any lawsuits. And the only thing that they um, Pringles people had, a, I'd say they had a beef, but they never said anything. Yeah. What's the statue? <laughs> I think it's 20 years. <laughs> okay, well. But Wrangler were the only people that were just like, no. Yep. Did they see my moves? I don't know if they were. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know how far it got. At that point, it was the lawyers took it and said, just took over and just handed us back a piece of paper and said, you got to take out this one song. You're wearing a, wearing a cloud on one hand? And he's still wearing it. And what's the other hand? It was just a, a, it was actually like um, Mother Cock of... Cock ring? It was Mother of Pearl. <laughs> Thank you and good night. <laughs> uh, I think it was just a ring that uh, had Mother of Pearl in it that someone had given it with. See, now you're wearing the jacket with the shirt over your shoulder <laughs> and, and a hat and your hair half up and half down. Yeah, you call soon? Half an hour. Yeah, we get off the same time every day. We should hang out. You get high? Remember I got nominated for Golden Globe for this? <laughs> I remember Rolling Stone magazine nominated you for their like two minute Oscar or something like that that year. They liked your performance so much. <laughs> Such conviction. He can't roll a joint here and he's just like, relax, bro. Maybe <laughs> let him go. <laughs> That eyeline's wrong. Yeah. No, his eyeline's wrong. <laughs> One of them is. 
Where are you putting your ashes out, man? <laughs> On my oh, counter. counter. <laughs> you know, take a penny, leave a penny thing. That whole fucking <laughs> exploding a weakness was not in the movie either. Well, I heard he was jerking off or something. I don't know. I wasn't watching. Yeah, he probably saw a can chick. I know I felt like beating him when I saw her. Oh, come here, bitch. You like this, huh? Huh? Is this what you want, huh? Hey, hey, knock it off. That used to be my girlfriend, all right? <laughs> Who, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Don't already have a girlfriend? Like, while I'm rolling a joint, too, I'm stealing. I should have seen I know. You're, <laughs> you're, you're like an octopus, dude. You're all over the place. Dumping for that can chick? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know, dude. That can chick's nice, but I see that Veronica girl doing shit for you all the time. I saw her rubbing your back, fucking come bring your food. Then I see her change your tire once. Hey, you know, I jacked up the call. <laughs> I like how you get a little defensive. Hey, you know. Hey. You know. <laughs> That's a line that we forced into his mouth right there. Badly looped line. Shit, my grandma used to say, what's better? Fucking a good play with nothing on it? No way, I fucked up. <laughs> was that for a real the, flub or is no, that in that's the in the script oh, really people ask that too for the record like that was flub. that was scripted it's called acting kids but this is <laughs> this kidding. is scripted right here <laughs> this is all you right here because when you couldn't do this final line which was yours in the script originally i was just like i'll do the line you just go like i'm out of here and leave and then instead, you fucking throw off your little, like, let's get out of here for this fucking quick stop, this fucking faggot Dante, you cocksmoker. This is like litany of fucking vulgarity, and the dude that you just had a nice conversation with. <laughs> you hurl it into his face and take off. There it is. Look at that eyeliner. There it is, man. Not her, me. <laughs> I think I even got some cheekbones there. That's really bad. You do look like Robert Smith from The Cure, dude. <laughs> Remember this? This was the first scene and that we ever shot, lipstick right? On Boys too. don't cry. <laughs> this was the first thing we ever shot. Well, I remember Scott. You were doing sound, weren't you? Yeah. And you were like ducked down in the front of the counter, yeah. and I was so nervous. I was drumming on the counter. So at the end of the first take, you were like, you took off your cans. You're like, what is that noise? And we all spent five minutes looking around the store. And it was me the whole time drumming on the counter. There's one or two, still in the scene, there's one, you did it right there. There's still like one or two of you watch the scene, there's like knocks. For the first couple of takes, it was like constant knocking. <laughs> there's Walter's appearance that was cut out of the movie, because this scene is much shorter in, in the finished film, in the theatrical version of the film. Just looking out for his best interest. I mean, there goes the knocking. Yeah. Am I right? <laughs> but I love that we all just paused and we're walking around the store like, where was it? Was it? <laughs> You're like, he's knocking on the counter. Why didn't you just say so? Instead, you pussyfoot around and see that slut behind my back. What are you talking about? I've been talking to her on the phone for weeks. It was only a few times. Then you pulled that shit this morning, freaking out because I've gone down on a couple of guys. Oh, a couple? I'm not the one trying to patch things up with my ex. That purse was heavy, man. She kept hitting me with. Yeah, she didn't think to empty it out. Jesus. Such a weird. She brought like, you empty lasagna, but yeah. she kept a full purse to beat you with. It's like a freaking Italian grandmother's purse, too, man. It was like hitting me big time. Such a weird form of revenge. I'm going to go become a hooker. I'm going to ruin my life to get back at you. Where's Willem? Where's that drug-addled idiot? We need some dates. I'm going to date him. I'm going to go on a couple dates with him and blow him again. I'll fuck a couple dates. I loved you and wanted to see you pull yourself out of this senseless funk that you've been in since that whore dumped you all so many years ago. And now you want to go back to so you can... Fuck you over some more? I don't want to go back. Of course not, not now. You just you dropped your purse. Now you're trying to stake out of doing what you 
She did drop her boy, her purse, and she kind of went. Uh, she ran the the needle all the way to the end on that fucking. Of course not, not now. <laughs> While she's off sucking dick. <laughs> He's like, I'll take a break. Sucking dick. The laugh in your face. <laughs> you should stay back a few feet, cause it might chuckle some sperm at you. <laughs> Oh god. Really locking the door. Yeah. See that? This time you had to. But we had the same problem recently when we went back to shoot the documentary. Couldn't open the Joey couldn't open the door, man. Cameraman. He was just trying yeah, to give a little pull on a twist. You gotta give it a little pull. That's a little right. Pull on a twist. A little pull on a twist. See the people magazine changed, you notice that? It was now it was Brandon Lee on the cover. And this fight scene is longer than it is in the movie too. Yeah. In the theatrical version. But just as gay. Oh, yeah, yeah, just like tossing shit at each other. Like, <laughs> oh, jeez. Here we go. So they're really tough with shit. They're fucking put some lighter fluid on the toilet paper rolls and like toss them <laughs> and show them the shit. <laughs> you are fucked for good, my friend. <laughs> Throw more, more stuff. What an intense fight. <laughs> Apparently, that's like. Just off leaning against the cooler at this point. <laughs> this was a long night this night. Yeah. Thanks to me. This was definitely a cute card night. Yeah. Because you hear at one point when you're like, fuck you, pal, when you throw something at him, it hits the card. <laughs> and we just left it in. <laughs> this was the night that, uh, or it was the morning actually, Mrs. Topper came in. One of the only times she actually came <laughs> early. And walked in and saw that mess and just like froze and fucking turned around and walked back to the car. And I went outside and she was just sitting in the front of her car with this dazed look on her face. And I was like, we're gonna clean it up and pay for everything, I swear. Why do I say that? Randall. <clears throat> oh, really? What did I do that was so wrong? What don't you do? You know, sometimes I think the only reason you come to work is to make my life miserable. How do you figure? What time did you get to work today? Like 10 or 10 after. You were over a half an hour late. And then all you do is come in here. Yeah, to talk to you. Which means the video stores are ostensibly closed. Which somebody oh, point, always like points out, you right. say Unless 10 or 10 after. Like the video store is open at 11, which we say earlier, because the one guy went mm -hmm. ask, he's like, that store is supposed to be open at 11 o'clock or something like that. And I always defend it by going, he's saying 10 after. Mm -hmm. They're like, no, he says 10 or 10 after. And I try to walk away. How many minutes were you late today? No, no, right. 10, 10, 10 after. It's where the whole movie falls apart. Fuck you. Fuck you, pal. Hear it? There it is. Douche. And watch, at one point, when we cut to Brian, you throw something at him, there's no sound effect. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> Suddenly we entered a black hole of vacuum where sound ceased to exist. <laughs> Did you? Did this really happen to you and uh, Brian or something? No. You threw cupcakes and shit. Yeah, I was like, Come here! And you were like, <laughs> I just sat there motionless while he threw shit at me. Yeah, I was trying to catch it with my mouth. <laughs> Who would throw shit at each other? That's so. That is really. Oh, they're really, sitting a foot that apart. That is really femme, dude. It's they're like, sitting a foot bitch, apart. He throws twenty bitch. things and they never move. <laughs> 
<laughs> He's mad, dude. He's real mad. <laughs> you should give him, like, back I used to, back in the fucking drug addle days, I used to throw food at you all the time. You didn't know it, because you were like, huh? <laughs> well, that's because you didn't want to hurt me and shit. But I yeah, so throw... I'd throw fucking Drake's at your head instead. <laughs> I hit you one time with a funny bone so hard in the forehead, <laughs> peanut butter was all over your scalp. That's so weak. Uh, so we're closing in on the end, which means we're closing in on uh, uh, Jeff's exit and then the cut scene. So before you exit the movie, do you have any closing thoughts? No. <laughs> <laughs> this is the moment where uh, what, this little dance you do out, which was really to the theme of the Wrangler Jeans commercial song, became the Randall. Yeah, a lot of people ask where the, uh, the Wrangler or the Randall came from. Actually, the original script had me soft-shoeing into the store. Right. And... Uh, it was a, a one night we were shooting, and I, I actually had off on a Saturday night, and we, we were all sitting around. And you said, "What are you guys gonna What are you gonna do on your big night off?" Because I said, "I'm slapping on some Wranglers, and I'm going out." And I did that little move there, and that replaced the soft shoe. And that became it. That became the Wrangler. And then you remember we had to replace. Uh, were you in the studio to replace the Wrangler song, or? Were yeah, you on no. the phone? No, not you. Oh, when he had yeah. to do the voiceover for the theatrical release, like we couldn't get the Wrangler thing cleared. Right. So I went into because I remember being on the phone and listening. You were to it. you were in L.A. and so I went into uh, Soundhound or something like that, whatever studio it was, and uh, did the ADR. So this is where the movie ends in the movie theater, which kind of made sense. I like Brian that he actually tried to make that. That was supposed to hit him in the head, and when I threw it, he tried to move his head and make it catch on his head, but it missed. <laughs> <laughs> Dave's fruit pies. Which we moved to earlier in the movie. Yep. <clears throat> and this is the this part of it was at Sundance. This shot. Yeah, we kept, we took it all the way through to here to after he goes, Your uh, I'm sorry, we're closed. And then we ran the credits. What did you forget something? Oh, I'm sorry, we're closed. Bang. Nice sound effect that was. Get him, biatch. Killed for no good reason. <clears throat> I'll put my gun here. Coey London. That is Johnny William, my cousin, who later played, Co saved the role of Coey London outside that very store in Chasing Amy. And then? How much would he have gotten that he night? He was in Jay and Bob. He was in Jay and Bob as well as the dude yep. coming out of the store in the yes, beginning. That's right, he can't escape the fucking stores. No, he cannot. Like all of us. Look at that shit, man. Hot fudge. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hot fudge. That was flat out Hershey's here. Fucking shit himself and got that on his fingers. Could you imagine that was really the ending of the movie? Not yeah. when I read it. <laughs> You're just sitting there chuckling and shit, and all of a sudden some dude gets killed, and then fucking we raise the vo the noise level and drop it out and just hear haunting little registers. <laughs> Ernest O'Donnell. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know why I wanted to be credited as Ernest. Chuck Bickle. Chuck Bickle. Bickle? Bickle or Bickley? Bickley. Bickley. Gets very upset at Bickle. There's just Mitch. Thomas Burke, that was the name of the dude with the, the Star Wars scene. Why is Mitch just Mitch? I don't know. He didn't want, I don't think we knew his last name. Yeah. And we, I guess we didn't bother <laughs> to <laughs> look that hard. Boom. Whoever grabbed the pole. 
Leslie Hope, that's her name. And yeah. now she's Leslie, no last name, because I think she married Mitch. <laughs> Mitch, no last name. <laughs> wow, we thought somebody told uh, Phil told me that Jan Film Labs was a was a porn lab. They did predominantly like um, 16 millimeter pornos. I'd buy it. Yeah, I I'd buy that concept and the porno that they developed there. Closing thoughts. Ten years later, Moj. God, we've talked about this. <laughs> so with this. Through the course of the DVD, I'll have said something really good about the last 10 years, but not right now. <laughs> Bri? No, it's uh, it's amazing that uh, 10 years later, people still love these characters, and uh, to be identified as being part of these one of these characters was, is, is amazing to this day. News. Leaning close to the mic. Um, yeah. I, I never seen this. I'm excited that this came up, so now I get to see this see the scene. Part. Otherwise, I would have never seen this ten years later. If we didn't sit here and watch this, Jeff. I would have missed you in those big glasses and hurry up, hurry up, little ball face. Oh, Jeff, go. Ten years. It's just funny to look back on it, see all the mistakes, and uh, realize it's persevered. And here we sit. And with that, we out. Peace. With that, see you at twenty later.